Welcome back for another edition of the Rival Show. Uh, joined by a couple of regulars. Now one of them is always here, obviously, uh, and uh, one of them has been with us a couple of times now. So on my right, Mr. H, and on my left, I am the infamous, legendary, effervescent Mr. Victor Bua. That's better than that normal nonsense you come exactly. out. With. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, start off with. Let's get straight into the uh, England performance against Slovakia. Um, wait, oh, Slovakia or Slovenia? Who cares? Slo- Slo- Slovakia, yeah, yeah. Skirtles lot. Um, so the England Czechoslovakia. Yeah, gamma. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the English. The English uh, media fans, everyone, a little bit disappointed. And we are going to come on to this in real depth at some point later on. Mm. Uh, but an, an England display, a normal England display, they got a 1-0 victory, nothing too fancy. What we, what do we think about... What, were there any surprises in the performance? Um, personally, no. Uh, be honest, I wasn't expecting any because uh, it's Big Sam's first game. I think the most important thing is that he got a result. Mm. And just take take that and just move on because, um, like I say, it's his first game, and uh, as a manager, he wants to build his philosophy or profile or whatever. But I think I think we just need to be a bit patient. He's got a result. He's seen. He's got the you know what he wanted. Three points. Now let's work on that. Um, he hasn't had that long to work with the players either. Um, and even though the lineup he announced and he, I think it was Antonio from West Ham was the surprise pick. But to be honest, I wasn't personally expecting anything different. It's pretty much the, the core players from the the team that lost to um, Iceland. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what people are expecting. But for me, the fact he's got three points, yeah, well done. Yeah, I mean, just to pick up what you put down, if you look at what happened in the Euros, <clears throat> England drew with Slovakia, Czechoslovakia, sorry. Mm. All right, so... This is progress. It's yeah. Sam's first game. You know, it's away from home. Um, he hasn't had long to work with a squad. Mm. So, let's be honest. It's just just a matter of getting three points on the board. He's gone out to behind the Iron Curtain, Czechoslovakia. I mean, God knows what the, the living conditions were out there. God knows what the state of the pitch was. You know... A man can only you hear stories. <laughs> so, what are you talking about? <laughs> <They> got, <laughs> well, I'm just saying they got three points. You know, job done. Let's let's. Uh, you know what it is about England, and I know you're going to address it, man. But England fans, they're like constantly just like a man with Alzheimer's in a brothel. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they 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 always they always they always forget that they're going to get fucked, right? And they don't want to pay for it. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? But you know it's going to come back, right? Just accept it and get behind your team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe then the pressure will be off some of these bozos. You know, what, what, what do you, you think is going to happen? What Big Sam comes in, he's going to wave his magic wand, give everyone Viagra, and they're going to run around and, mm. and start beating teams. Come on. Exactly. Be real, man. I said we're going to come on to that. So we will. So we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that for Sorry. now. Mm. <clears throat> um... So we'll look at the uh, football coming up on the weekend. The fixtures. Let's have a look. We've got uh, Arsenal-Southampton. Bournemouth-West Brom. Burnley-Hull City. Middlesbrough versus Palace. Stoke versus Tottenham. West Ham-Watford. And Liverpool versus Leicester. So the picks really are 
the Man United Man City game at twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, the one that everyone's talking That's about. The biggie. Yeah. It's the it's the big name gaffers, Cereal. the big yeah, name yeah. players, super managers. Yeah. Jose and Pep. The first time, what was it? Half a billion pounds worth of players would be on a pitch at the same time. Jesus. Nonsense. I mean, not worth it, obviously, but that's that's the value of players that are going to be on the pitch yep. at that time. So that's more than a, some countries' annual turnover, mm. running about on the pitch, walking about. You know, it's mad. Isn't it? Who do you think is going to win? Or will there be a winner? Yes, there will, there will there will be a winner. I think I just feel like Man United are gonna are gonna gonna edge it. I feel like Man United are gonna edge it. If I just it's just something that alright, for example like Man United haven't looked vulnerable. That's one that's the difference I'd say. Like they haven't been oh, they haven't been blasting teams off the pitch, but they've they've been the clear better team if each time they've played. Clearly the better team. Right? Whereas Man City, when I've watched them play, they've got results and you know, they've scored a lot of goals but it just seems that when they don't have the ball, they're super fun. There's something... Like against West Ham, there was about 20, 25-minute spell where West Ham... I felt like West Ham were going to score three or four goals in that period. They, as, soon as, as, soon as, you got, as soon as they got through the press, they were on top of the Man City defence. And when you look at how Pep sets his team up, and it's something that you've alluded to several times, Merv. Like, the only person defending in midfield is Fernando or Fernandinho, whatever his name is. Everybody else is set up to go forward. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes he's got um, he's got my man, um, uh, Mr. Stamper, at a playing centre back with, with John Stones, Collaro. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's KGB, it's KGB ass- assassin playing centre back, he's playing left back, Ducks and he team. can't even defend at left back most of the time, right? So, I just feel like Man City, when they don't have the ball, if you can get through the press, they're they're vulnerable, very vulnerable mm, in yeah. a way that Barcelona and Bayern weren't under Pep. Yeah, I mean, touch on that. I think uh, for me, I would have put it as a tight contest. But uh, the fact that Aguero's banned um, oh, yeah. for three games, I think uh, yeah, I think Manu is it at Old Trafford? Yeah, yeah. I think because uh, of that, I think um, United would will um, edge it with uh, Ibrahimovic, um, Pogba. Yeah, I've got a funny feeling. Like touching what you said, Vic, with regards to how Pep set up. Um, they seem quite exposed uh, at certain times because like almost all that attack formation yeah. and in fact it's I want to see how Pep's going to react is he going to be uh, more defensive coming to Old Trafford is he going to be different because it's Jose and what's he going to do now because he hasn't got Aguero so it'll be interesting to see how he's going to uh, react and adapt but um, I've got a funny feeling um, Mourinho's going to sneak it um, I just don't see Man U losing but I can't see Man City winning it I think the biggest problem for them is no Aguero yeah. yeah, for me, so. there's no actual. You look at that goal scorer, you're just going to score the yeah. chances that come. Yeah. You need to score. I know yeah. he's, he's not at his best at the moment, but no. he's still scoring hat tricks. He, he makes a difference. Yeah. And he's also, he creates goals for people, the stuff he does. I mean, don't. Ihe Nacho mm. could still yeah. do a bit. Yeah, of course. Cool. He's, he's a good yeah, player. Because he's not too dissimilar from um, Rashford, if you think about it. In fact, he's got a better goal scoring role. I think he's, 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 True. he's more of a technical player than like the things he does the things he sees around him yeah, yeah. Like, Rashford's a goal scorer yeah but Ihenacho he will spot he will try and pick a pass yeah. and he's he, like like there was a goal that he, he set up the other day where I think he had he, he had a shot I think the keeper saved the rebound came to him and a lot of strikers would have tried to shoot the rebound yeah, but he squared angle, it in it but he squared it yeah. in it for the tapping like a few other you know what I mean that's just things like that one of the things I think about Man City I'd say as well that, that we probably wouldn't have mentioned with no Aguero usually you look at maybe another striker or Yaya Torre is their goal yeah. threat. He causes mayhem. 
What is Pep? What is Pep Guardiola's problem with Yaya Torre? What is his actual problem with Yaya Torre? He's, he's come in and just he, decided he's lazy. Mm. Oh, no, oh, he's got oh, a bad oh, attitude. I don't know what, what no, 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 answer no, you. No, I, mean, no. I, I don't like him either. No, no, I understand no, yeah. what you're saying, but yeah. but 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 Pep has also said in in um in interviews that since he's come to City, Yaya's been brilliant. Like he's been getting on with his work. He's been mm. working hard. He's been training well. Blah blah blah. So why is he throw just just decide just decides to freeze him out? It seems like he's come in there. We've we've just we've decided who he's going to freeze out straight away. Yeah, and I think I done. think he has done that. I think yeah. training really hard and training really well. Is one thing, mm. but still not fitting in to your system. To, to your yeah. system is relevant how hard you're training. Like Joe Hart, Joe Hart could have trained really well all yeah. he wanted. Mm. You weren't going to be able to. He's like, I don't want someone six but, months down the line. I want him to do it now. Exactly. So I want a more goalkeeper who can do it what, now. What? What? You mean like Willie Caballero could do? Because I'm, I'm going to be honest, Willie Caballero, he didn't seem like he was the same. Where's the Joe Hart that we see playing? When you see training, he's playing out on pitch, running about, dribbling, blah. But blah, I think that was also to do with how he took the initial being dropped. That didn't help Why him, did he? Why should he take it? Because that's how football is. They should be happy. We can't go wrecking changing rooms and shit like that, can you? Why not? Why not? What would you do if you'd been dropped? Would you go, ah, you know what, I've had a good run in the team. uh, If I got dropped, I've been dropped before. Mm. One, maybe two games. Never more than that, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But that's my point. You go back, you go into training, you wait for Willie Caballero to make the mistake he's going to make. Then the manager goes, all right, Joe, Mm. you're in goal. After you've wrecked the change room on a couple of TVs, that's not going to happen again. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree with that. It's at the end of the day, it's like he said, any manager that comes in, not just Pep, but anyone, you'll come in and you've got a, a plan in your head. Yeah. You've got idea. So, if Look, it, Yaya can't run anymore, let's yeah. be honest. I mean, even when he was back at Barca, he didn't get on with Yaya. They, they broke, they, the relationship broke down from then. Yeah, he was playing centre-back. Yeah, it? exactly. So, obviously there's something... Well, what's that about? Then? Yeah, but... Either, either way, it's it's an issue between the two of them. But either way, if he doesn't want to pick him, and he has, he's like he said, he could be training, being great. But if he doesn't fit into his system, then you weren't going to play him. I don't. I ain't got a problem with it. It's like I don't see why he has to play him if he doesn't think he's going to work for him. No, same, I agree. For, but, for the last two I've, years, we've been saying the same thing about Yaya. He's great when he gets the ball. You yeah. Line all the time, get on the ball, but. The defensive side and the yeah. work rate and shutting people down, yeah. it's not there. Yeah, he's only interested in driving yeah. forward yeah. and doing that. That team doesn't play like that. No, exactly. Mm. And so last season, last team? season, like you said uh, a minute ago, if Aguero's not there, you look for the next man, and it's like Who's you the c- next man. Then? Yeah, but yeah. You, yeah, but even when Yaya was there, you couldn't always rely on him. Couldn't rely like, on him last year. He was like, yeah. yeah, he would play certain times, but sometimes you think this guy's just not bothered. He's not interested. And like, and you got the obviously the bits outside of it, like ah, oh, his birthday he was moaning about the yeah, that this. That, that was bastard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if he's doing these little things and admitting it, then obviously these are the things we do know. So there must be other things that's happening. Maybe, Imagine maybe, what we don't know. Exactly. Maybe Pep's aware of it. So Let's maybe kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this guy's on what two fifty a week or whatever oh, it is. Shit. The only reason he didn't leave City in the transfer window is because he's on two fifty. Exactly. It's the Bogard in it. You know what he's I mean? Trust me. He's like, yeah, 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 cool. I he knows what he's doing. I know you'll play at some point this year it might have been big games but I'll get a few minutes but at the end of the day this was my last super contract mm. I can go China after this exactly yeah. pick up 175 yeah. but I ain't uh, going to be on this 250 and China doesn't play anything I think if a couple of us in there, you two and they'll get 50 bags a week exactly. <laughs> before they really, hold on what's going on here exactly <laughs> do you know but I'm just alright but do you not think okay there's a theory that I've had right that Pep Guardiola is a bit of a Glenn Hoddle in what he way? likes to come into places and just make sure that he jars someone who's who's a big personality in the changing room. Like ruffle up the chair a bit. Yeah, okay. he's done it every club he's been at. Do you know what I mean? He jarred yeah. Thomas Muller 
uh, um, what's it called? He jarred the, um, what's it called? The, the physio dude mm. who'd been there for 55 years. Yeah, yeah, Wolf, uh, Bayern, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Jarred Robin, he jarred Bear Man over there, I think. He's, and even at Barcelona, he brings in Ibrahimovic. Well, Ibrahimovic wasn't good enough for him at Barcelona. Ibrahimovic mm. wasn't good enough for him. I think, yeah, I, I notice he has done that, but maybe it's a sort of thing for him if he's if he's setting that with the big with the egos or the big stars or whatever, it sets a precedent for the rest of the change room to let him know, okay, I'm running things here. So, I don't know, maybe... What, maybe Sammy Eto'o as well? Just come, Sammy, right. Yeah, all right, see you, boys. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? mean yeah, Ronaldinho, uh, see you later, mate. I think, yeah, I understand. Ronaldinho doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> all right, he's like, he, was a, he was a party. <laughs> he's he's a put on two stone and he's yeah, stomaching his yeah, bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't count. The others, I get it. Ronaldinho, he, he was a bit Ricky Gervais so <laughs> right at the end, but, but I'm just saying he come in and what I'm saying is he, I, I think that you can see it coming he comes in and he already knows who who the big characters are and he just, he just thinks he wants to jar them out of the, if, if he went to Chelsea it'd, it'd be straight on Eden Hazard to get him out of there mm. and bring in some other Spanish dude or something like that yeah I, f- I think with the, uh, yeah I agree with you he comes in to ruffle up and you know make a scene and make it known but I think until it backfires because I don't think it has has it so well, because far because he's always he's always at these teams yeah. these super teams yeah. what so, if he goes to Stoke and tries that crap with Arnold he's not going to go to Stoke though is he mm. of course he won't but of I think not. he, he might he be go to Stoke though Oh, no. If but, you started your career at Barcelona, well, put where would way, you go after there's that? There's going to be a point where he's going to mess up, and that's what I I think it might be with Man City, because I said it, mm. he's done it with Joe Hart, okay, and he's done it with Yaya. But yeah. this Claudio brother we haven't seen yet, but like I said, he could come, he could be a flop. It oh. could it'd take a while to adapt, and yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It could be another flipping, we'll see, Massimo Tiabi yeah. at uh, United. But in regards to um, Yaya... Like you said, I think he knows what he's doing. He doesn't. They don't get on. It's clear to see. Mm. He's getting rid of him. He hasn't even put him in the Champions League squad. So that's a big, big statement already. Disrespect. But, yeah. So, but it'll be like I said, it's early days yet. But I think um, by the time it gets to Christmas and he's realised that these are the sort of players, your Joe Hart, Yaya Torre, where you need to lean on to come back and say, right, maybe the experience or injuries or whatever. If things start going wrong. Yeah, exactly. He's a look around the change room and see Fabian Delph sat there and, the yeah. and go, mate, get him going. My man's going to be look, talking to him in a Barnsley accent. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. So but he's still got ballers there. Yeah, ballers. But I'm talking about yeah. the, the, the per- influence. When yeah. Things get, when, all right. When, right when, 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 when Man City were going for the title against Liverpool, and Liverpool kept winning the day before them, mm. and they had to keep pushing on. Who were the guys who who were pushing pushing them on? Mm. Vincent Company, Joe Hart, the company's still yeah. Yard yeah. Story, Aguero, Zabaleta. Right. Listen, Zabaleta can only get a game every. He's, he's even fit these days. And he's even, fit, he's played. I see, yeah, I see, I see him the other day. It's the first time in the season. Yeah, but he even said uh, Guardiola, yeah. he said uh, Zabaleta, Sagna, and uh, what's his name, the left back. What, Kolarov? Yeah. Clitoris, yeah, need to work harder to get a contract because he's already looking at fullbacks to replace yeah. them. Oh, but I get that. what you're saying, Vic, because like you said, all right, company's still there, mm. but. Um, it's like what he did at Chelsea when they tried to break down they got rid of Czech and then they tried to get rid of Terry yep. and you, you take away that core that spine Lampard went etc so yep. I can get what Drop you mean up. yeah so when it could backfire you're getting rid of a core core spine at least their man were old but apart, yeah. from, apart from Czech that's the one I didn't get like when mm. Jose went in there and just brought Thibaut Quad Courtois I, I, I mm. kind of get because Courtois was having, he was having Stormers yeah. thing but I, st- I still want to shot now look yeah exactly he's having stinkers and, and then he, he's trying to talk about cutting out to Italy mm. Meanwhile, checks over at Arsenal, just thinking, well, you boys had me, but now I'm chilling here now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I still think Man City, uh, I see Man U will win it. Yeah. Right in 2 1 or 2 0. Um, Arsenal Southampton tie. Your team. Yeah. <laughs> Not confident. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I think a couple of things. The fact we beat Watford uh, last week was. Uh, 
it was nice I think because uh, Ozil was back and because all the started etc uh, it was a good good win so moving on from that the fact we've signed uh, mm. Mustafi and this guy Lucas Perez if I'll be honest I'm not going to start raving this is the best striker but he looks promising um, he looks like uh, he banged up about like 12 goals in Spain yeah, I've, saw, yeah. I've seen him play yeah his movement his speed he, he, yeah, he looks different from 12 um, goals though in Spain, looks, yeah, but you know, but, you but no, but oh no, I think he did seventeen, and plus he was for Deportivo to get through releg- Yeah, but relegation battle. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying. not. But he's over Arsenal, man. You gotta understand. He's, he's gonna be getting. He'll get chances. chances. Yeah, chances. I'm not taking the piss. I'm mm. just thinking. I know full well he was not Arsenal's first, second, definitely third, not. Fourth, fourth, fifth definitely choice. not. Definitely interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, I agree. That man looking like Stoke were looking at him. Yeah, Arsenal. You know those moves there. You look at and go. Yeah, Arsenal battling Stoke for the sun. I'm like, nah. But the funny thing is, he was, um, they went from early before and they rejected um, to take him. Mm. And like you said, they've gone through other targets, didn't get him, then they've gone back to him. Okay. So, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. But in terms of, he looks promising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the fact that we've got Giroud and him is, is nice because um, it's another option. Yeah. I think Arsenal, yeah, I think Arsenal will win. I mean, they look good against Watford. Let's not pretend yeah. they didn't. They did. Yeah, they did. Um, and, and, and with the boost and the bolstering of, of these new two players, mm. I think they'll, um, they'll, bang, they'll bang Southampton mm. up. I mm. think they'll score, they'll win like, at least 3 0. Yeah. 3 1, maybe. I think 3 0. 3 4 1. Another thing as well is like, because like, the next few fixtures, we've got a nice, well, a decent run. We've got South, um, Southampton at home, and I think we've got, um, I think we've got Hull as well. Then be- before we play Chelsea. And in the meantime, we've got obviously Man U and uh, Man City playing each other. So they'll hopefully they'll slit each other. Yeah, exactly. So then <laughs> we can get a bit of momentum going. So I'll be um, looking forward to the game. I think it'll be like Victor said, three 0 three one Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bournemouth West Brom. Uh, another game nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> uh, people at home don't give a shit about it. No, well, they'll, um, they'll hype the Jack Wilshere. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's that's what I was saying it because Jack they've Wilshire's got. Walsh's there. I don't say you know because he, I've seen, I've watched him play for West Brom. And he plays just the same way playing for Liverpool. Oh. Gets on the ball, looks like he's gonna do bits, falls yeah, over, yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah. overruns it, overruns it's it. It's the Nigerian in him, man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he just likes to look good. You know what I mean? You know, he likes to look good. Get that pounded jam at the end. Anyway, uh, Bournemouth. I'm gonna go for Bournemouth win. I think they got enough there. Pulis is still upset as well. He's still under yeah, pressure. The yeah. that he wanted. Trying to shut Johnny Evans at 25 million, that'll teach him. I think that'll be a draw. That's the thing. Purely is upset they didn't get certain targets. When you're pricing Johnny Evans at 25 million, Leave don't be upset it. that other people are pricing exactly. people at silly money. That's just, are you mad? That's disrespect. Just that 20. Can you imagine someone told you, yeah, I want to buy Johnny Evans? And they told you 25 million. I'd ask what currency. <laughs> what currency <laughs> is I'm this? I'm telling you. I'm hiring hackers. Is this, is this check crowns? What are we dealing with? Some kind of relegate virus in their computer system to shut the whole team down, bruv. You crazy? Twenty five mil for Johnny Evans. Football. Uh, Burnley, Hull, scumbags. Uh, the promoted teams. Oh, it's going to be a thriller. God. It could be. It could be. You know, this is a game that shouldn't be in the Premier League. But I bet it'll be. I bet it'll be. Uh, I bet it'll be one of the best. Yeah, it'll be, be first on match of the day. I bet it won't be one of the best games this weekend. I bet it's going to be one of them ugly games where it's just like, what is going on here? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fullbacks, diags, and. All sorts, man. Just a messy bitty. You know them ones? Yeah. Fouls every two minutes. Just broken up. I don't know, because technically this is a championship game, isn't it? Yeah, That's what I'm saying. yeah but I think, yeah, but I think, because it's that, I think, yeah, I think it'll be like a score game. I think that Bernie might nick it 2-1. All right. Um, Middlesbrough Palace, another game you're excited about. Middlesbrough win. Do you think? I, because just every time I say that they're not going to win, 
they win. Okay. So and they're playing at home against Palace. Palace don't travel well. They're struggling to score goals. Yeah, as well, struggling to score goals. Yeah, they've signed for Remy though, no? On yeah, like, Remy. Yeah, Remy. Benteke. You know, nah, Middlesbrough man. Uh, Stokey and Spurs. Stoke or draw, I think. I just don't trust. There's something about Spurs that. I just don't. I'm, they're not sexy. I don't. I don't get aroused when I think about it. Are we doing this again? 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 They're not an exciting team to watch. Jesus they're just. They're, like, they're so functional. I hate to be in a room with you when you're watching Barca. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Tissues. Back up. Tissues <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tissues everywhere. Tissues. You know what I mean for PK's misses. <laughs> Shakira. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. She's before bedtime for her, boy. Oh, jeez. Anyway, yeah, uh, no, man. Okay, West Ham and Watford. West Ham for me. I think West Ham. I got West Ham for two 0 He's pi- he's pirate playing. We play for France, so <sighs> so he should be playing. He yeah. should be playing. We ain't seen him. Uh, we ain't seen him all season. France, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, basically, we ain't seen him all season. Then all of a sudden, he rocks up playing for France. He's he's taking a piss. You know that. So it'd be his first game at the new stadium, pirate now. You, yeah, 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 so I reckon he'll win it. They'll win it 2 yeah. 1 or 2 0. No. Okay, uh, and Liverpool and Leicester. I'm going to go for Liverpool win because I don't expect them to win. I'm going to go 2 0 Liverpool. I'm going to go 2 2. Uh, yeah, 2 1. What's me. on Sunday? Sunday's. Is there, a game, what's the, is there a Super Sunday game? If there is, I don't care. So we've got Swansea and Chelsea on Sunday. I'm expecting Chelsea to wrap up Swansea. I don't know, you know. Do you know? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if um, we draw. You think? Yeah, just because... Uh, Since they're still actually winning, I'm not convinced by Swansea's back line. Yeah, I'm not either, but I don't know. i just got a feeling that um, it might be a score draw. Okay. Where's that caveman gone, the one who was in um, Tarzan? I used to play a for him. Gomez. That's it. Where's <laughs> he gone? Marseille. Marseille now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah Chelsea yeah, to win. I scored the other day. Chelsea to win. And then Monday it will be Sunderland Evan. Another Evan. Oh. Well, I think Evan Another glamour time. I think Evan will slap them up. To be fair, Evan aren't looking bad. I think yeah, Moyes is obviously he's, he's, he's got some flashbacks of his times at Everton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see Everton doing them because Sunderland just look unless Defoe scores they're gonna struggle. Okay. Relying on the one man. If he gets injured, I, I literally don't That's know what it. they're gonna do. They're done, mate. Who've they got? What's they got? What wasn't Duncan Watmore? What did they sign thing uh, an HB? Oh, that was rumours, weren't they? They were going to sign him. I thought he signed him, no? Has no, he signed him? I don't know. Because he's a free agent. He's a free I, heard, agent I, heard, here. I, heard, I heard they were looking at Momo Sisoko. <laughs> I saw Last seen at Liverpool 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's going on? Uh, football's gone mad, mate. David Moyes, isn't it? Okay, well, that's us for the, what's going to happen over the weekend. So we'll come back and look and see how everyone does. But for now, it's that time of the week. Or time of the episode. Toilet of the week. Vincent, you can go first on this one. Right, toilet of the week. We have the right honourable British politician and Labour Party MP Keith Vaz. For those at home who do not know or haven't heard, <laughs> I don't know where you've been because every, even I know about this. <laughs> Keith Vaz is a politician who was, at the time, <laughs> chairing some kind of committee into um, prostitution <laughs> in the country. <laughs> you can't write this stuff, can you? Right? <laughs> Only to then be exposed for having anal sex 
Why have you got mentioned? No, because that's what he was doing with these men. Oh, right? Did you have to be specific though? You could have just said, "Oh, he was having sex in the bum with these men." <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, he was renting out. <laughs> yeah, you could have okay, just said that. Yeah, rent boys. Rent yeah, boys yeah. from Eastern Europe, right? I don't know why. You know, you know, we we all know Eastern Europeans work hard and that, so maybe that's what it is. And so, married father of two, Keith Vaz. Yeah. First things first, right? I don't believe his name's Keith. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm I'm a guy who's I'm from a multicultural society, you know, each their own. But I've never met a dude like, let's say, like someone from from Asia or one of the places called Keith. Like, I have, I've never. They've, they've normally got a, you know, one of their indigenous names or something like that. Not not nothing like Roy. No, it's true though. Roy, Dwayne. But it's not. It's not Roy or Dwayne, is it? It's Jacob. It's Keith. Keith that's, that's what makes it worse. Not Joe. Not John. <laughs> Keith. So have you googled his background? Do you know where he was actually born? No. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> so for all anyway, we know is that he, he oh, could yeah. actually have an English mother. Could be born he here. He could do. He could yeah, do. Yeah, so. But I digress. Right. You reckon? This guy's been playing hide the sausage. Right. <laughs> And unprotected hide the sausage as well. Oh, how do you read, know? Because I've read the story. That's how deep it got. I've read, I read the story. You read the story, but you didn't find out where he's from. No, exactly. I didn't care. <laughs> I to be honest, I don't care where he's from. What really? I care about is or his family. The two grown, fully grown sons and his wife. who he's, His wife who he's been having unprotected sex with as well when he gets home with. After getting on with one guy from Hungary, right? <laughs> Another guy from somewhere else in Czechoslovakia or somewhere like that. He's telling these guys to buy poppers, <laughs> buy poppers, buy poppers, bring coke, you know what I mean? Like, what's going on? What is going on in your life, Keith? What is going on in your, in your life? And the ripper is, he got this dude who works for a charity, um, there's a charity who um, are kind of um, against prostitution or that kind of like trying to help people, that and that. He got this dude who chairs it to do the payments for him. So he, so he contacted these dudes, I don't know, through some escort agency or something, rent boys from behind the Iron Curtain or something like that. <laughs> <Dot> com. <laughs> <laughs> Sovietbumbums.com. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Right? <laughs> he got these dudes and he was, he was texting them. Now, some of the text, I, I, I can't read it because people, as usual, trying to try and say I'm being some kind of controversial or racist or whatever, but the, 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 some of the English... Too late. <laughs> some of the English is too much for me. It's too much when I was reading it. Keith Faz, yeah, yeah. You, got, you, you send the money, no? You send no good... Make, make good money, yeah? <laughs> Keith, all Keith Faz wanted was to make sure they were bringing them poppers. You know what I mean? Make sure you bring them poppers, man. Where's the other? Because he asked for he asked for three dudes. What kind of party is this dude having? <laughs> Why do you need three? <laughs> and he was vexed when like, when they were like one dude who he'd already like given it to the other week. Right? He, he couldn't make it. <laughs> like, don't know why. No, I'm gonna speculate. You know what I mean? But he had other plans that evening. Right? So Keith. Was like, oh, can you find anybody else? Why did he need three dudes? Like, what? How much? Like, how much? How much sex was he planning on having with these Eastern European gentlemen? 
I know these dudes work hard, right? But what the hell? <laughs> and now his wife and family and the Labour. Oh, to be he, he stepped down. He's done the right thing. He stepped down from this commission he was chairing. Mm-hmm. Right. He's now he's he's there running around with his wife every day. Feel his wife like what? What's that? Did you not know? <laughs> Did you not know? When he's trying to make you take poppers at night. <laughs> oh, there we go. Animal nitrate. I even, I, I even googled what the medical chemical term. We need cap here we for need, this. We need cap to Doctor Cap to Macinjola to tell us just why the anus contracts when you oh. take this stuff. Because well, that, that's what happens. It loosens the anal region, <laughs> the rectum, <laughs> thus making <laughs> anal penetration <laughs> less <laughs> less harmful. To the person receiving it. I need to talk <laughs> From to my Keith a- Vaz. I've got to talk to my agent, man. I did not sign up for this. From Keith Vaz. Like, and then to top it off, there's a news, there's another, there's a story that's come out 40 minutes ago. I'm just going to read the headline in the Telegraph because, you know, Keith's got bigger things to deal with. Keith, it, 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 this is the strap line. Keith Vaz, the charity worker, and the mystery of their trips to India. <laughs> Which probably <laughs> answers the other question of where he was born, Mervyn. <laughs> Why were they going to India otherwise? <sighs> Not to watch the 2020. That was the answer. I'm done. <laughs> if I see Keith, I'm crossing the road. The man's a... He, I've got nothing else, man. He's think of the kids. Uh, yeah, um, thanks. Um, my talk of the week is um, two people. Um, English media, Mr. Darren Lewis, who writes the, for the Daily Mirror, and the England manager, Mr. Big Sam, Mr. Sam Allardyce. I'll start off with um, Darren Lewis. Basically, he wrote an article in July in regards to the appointment of Sam. And he touched on how uh, Big Sam is as a manager, what he brings, what he's renowned for. Basically, his direct start of play, uh, not winning to lose, grinding out results. And also touching on how he gets the best out of players in terms of trying to, you know, take his, not your superstars, but get the best out of the so-called stars. So when he was at Bolton, he had JJ Kocha, Djokaev, I think he had Fernando Hierro as well, and Ivan Campo at some yeah. point as well. So it was, just, it was a nice article just touching on what the England fans should expect from him, etc. Uh, it wasn't put t- putting too much pressure on him sort of thing. So I, f- I did like the article. It was a short one, but quite um, quite good. And moving forward now, I mean, the same Darren Lewis was on Talk Sport about a week, about a couple of days before the actual England game, and he was talking to Jason Cundy. And Jason Cundy questioned him to say, OK, what should England expect uh, in terms of performance and the result, and Cundy also uh, added that okay, as an England fan himself, he said, if England win, he'd be obviously happy. But if they got a draw, it's not the end of the world. Darren Lewis wasn't having it. He just said, oh no, no, we need to get out of this um, this cycle of accepting less and uh, not expecting the best out of England, sort of thing. So Cundy questioned him and said, well, we can't expect him to just automatically come and entertain us and all that. Darren Lewis wasn't having it. He of said course, no because he's arguing with Cundy, who's actually played professional. Yeah, football, exactly. And not written about it. So he Carry was. Like, he said, "Oh, um, no, no, no." The, the the job of the England manager is to entertain the fans. That was his quote: "To entertain the fans." 
I was driving when I was listening to this. I actually pulled over because I was like, I was a bit perplexed by what he was talking about. And he was going on and on about, no, his job, based on what's happened in the Euros, what's happened with Iceland, it was such a disappointment. His job is to come in and get the nation back up, you know, excited, etc., etc. So then I said, okay, obviously I see what he's doing. He's putting a bait out because it's a big contradiction on the article he wrote. Yeah. You're emphasizing <clears throat> what Big Sam is, what he does. And I ask myself the question, when has Big Sam played in entertaining football? When has he excited us? No disrespect to him, mm. but what side have you ever seen that he, he plays great, you know, tiki-taki or quality football? He gets results. He knows what he's doing. And to go back to what he's saying about, oh, he has to entertain us. I'm sorry, Jose Mourinho is probably one of the best managers in the world, but he doesn't emphasize on entertaining football. Mm. He just gets the job done. Yeah. And to go back to link to England in terms of what the fans expect, I'll be, I'm sorry, but I'm not a big, avid England fan. Yeah, I don't want them to lose. I don't mind if they, you know, win, etc. But if they went on in the qualifying and won every game one nil, got to the World Cup and won it playing boring football, but got the results, do you think any England fans going to complain? Nope. Yeah, exactly. So that was my annoyance with him, and I was thinking, all right, end of the day, he's just, you know, the media. But the best summary for me is the way he treated Big Sam. It's like <laughs> he took him out on a date, nice bit of dinner. Took him, I'm laid him on the pillow, looking like Kel Brook. Then all of a sudden, bent him over, and he turned into Keith Vaz. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And didn't even leave a chocolate on the pillow. You know what I'm saying? Treated him like dirt. I didn't, I didn't like that. Yeah. But then to final, to finalise regards to um, Big Sam. Although I'm defending him, the reason I put him in the toilet as well is after the England game, I wasn't bothered about the performance. They got the result, but he got interviewed afterwards by one of the reporters, and they were asking him basically about oh the game, and where does Wayne Rooney play? Yeah. And he sort of laughed and smirked to say, oh, oh, you know, you're talking about Rooney again. It's not about Rooney, it's yeah. about the team. So I thought, well done, you're handling it. You're, you're nipping it in the bud. But then the reporter, being persistent, carried on. And then he said, oh, you know, well, Rooney, you know, he plays where he wants. And I was like, no, Sam, he don't. He don't play. And <laughs> I was like, he, he, exactly. he's like, why, why say that? It's like, now you're saying... He plays really well. No, he doesn't. He's, Wayne Rooney's not about that life. He's like, he's past his best now. Everyone knows it. And it was like, I felt, all right, is Sam doing that purposely to wind him up? Or is he falling into the trap like every other England manager does? Being the puppet and basically, you know, succumbing to the so-called the boy wonder or yeah, whoever yeah. the England captain is. So that was my frustration. That's why he's um, my toy of the week. But um, end of the day, <sighs> good luck to England. I'm not really bothered anyway with how England perform. But um, yeah. Darren Lewis is the, the reason I took the dump and Sam and Adice is the toilet tissue I used to wipe my arms. <laughs> so that's why they're both my toilet of the week. Uh, I had forgotten about that big Sam quote. Yeah. Or statement. Was that shocking. was foolishness. There was no that need was for that. There was foolishness. Oh, can, can I just say before, so we could stave off lawsuits and um, homophobia slurs and allegations. Problem with Keith Faz. <laughs> <laughs> Problem with Keith Faz isn't to do with him having sex with men and homophobia and all that stuff. It's a public figure running about with prostitutes whilst whilst being married and being on the, the commission. commission. Uh, trying to put a stop to it or trying to help people get out of it. It was just madness. That's all. So, any gay men out there who listen to this, hey. <laughs> you know what do what you got to do. <laughs> Sorry, what you got to do. Who is this guy? Pure editing. Um, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine is uh, England fans, um, because the way they carried on on the week on the after the game Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, after Sunday's game, 
was as if they expected Big Sam to roll in there, set out this amazing group of players, mm. slap them 7 8 nil, yeah, and go about their business. Happy days with some spectacular football in, in, in the process. <sighs> Harlem Globetrotters. Exactly. Let's just not forget something everyone else seems to forget. The England players are average. Yep. What you're expected to get out of an average bunch of players, I have no idea. Harry Kane is not no fifty million pound ball that everyone goes around about. Rooney's shouldn't be playing. I think he's past his best. Yeah, if you are yeah. gonna play him, he's got a specific position you'll be playing in. This this midfield business is nonsense. And letting someone roam about where they want, Ugh. that doesn't make any sense. Because you're not the best centre midfielder. Yeah. There's other people who play in that position who are better than you. So if you're gonna play him play the best person in that position. If he's not playing number ten or even number nine, mm. then he don't play. Yeah. This Sim- oh simple. he was playing too deep. Yeah. I didn't expect him to play there. What the fuck do you mean you didn't expect exactly. him to play there? You're, you're the, the manager. You're the manager, man. If he's not playing where he's supposed to be playing, you tell him, what are you doing? Yeah. Idiot. So, but the fans, the way they reacted, I was looking on Twitter, I was looking on Facebook, I was looking, you know, all the comments on all the different websites, mm. and they were like, oh, same old shit. You know, I should have known, blah, blah. You should have <laughs> fucking known. Yes. <laughs> what did you expect? How many years you need to know, man? You just have to look at the starting 11. And whilst people are saying, oh, you could have done this, you could have done that. He couldn't really have done that much different. Yeah, exactly. These are the players available. And these are the same ones that were playing just a couple of months ago. Exactly. Messing about. This is the point in hand. Maybe Rooney shouldn't have played. You could have played Deli Ali instead. Henderson shouldn't have played. You should have played Drinkwater. Mm. But I don't think those two make it 7-0. Yeah. That's e- my point. Exactly. They might make it 2-0. <laughs> yeah. Possibly 3. If that. Because Daly Ali was playing in the in the Euros and, and he, he stunk and the they were, out and they weren't beating no one five 0 then were they? Exactly. So these players you're turning around, go, oh Ali wasn't playing. Drinkwater's not coming on the pitch to make some massive impact. Mm. He's not Perlo. He's exactly. Danny Drinkwater. Thank Two you. years ago he was playing League One. So <laughs> let's just everybody relax. Second, okay, you know, this is the best they've got. It's his first game. He set out a team to get a result. They got a result. At the end of the day, what people forget is it's all about when you get to a tournament. Get into the tournament, how you get there, I don't really give a shit. Mm. Just get to the tournament. Then we can have our moan up about how dreadful we were when we got there. Mm. That's fine. But if they had lost or drawn, then I would be like, oh, this is awful. But at the end of the day, they snuck the result, which sometimes you've got to do at all levels of football. Mm. As you said, Marino, he'll take a 1-0. How many times have we seen him go 1-0 up and go, yep, time for the substitution. Exactly. Hazard come off, you come off. You come off, yeah. you get on, you Obi Mikel, get on there, exactly. let's shut this down, take the one nil and get out of there. So people have to stop this fantasy football. They, oh, if you gave the job to who would you give the job to? You could have given this job to Pep Guardiola and he'd still have an average team to exactly. do the work. You could have given it to Jose and he'd be sitting here doing the same kind of tactics he would do at Man United. No one would be excited by the football. Mm. So England fans, be realistic. Stop being silly. Just wait for the major tournament to come. Wait for us to qualify. Wait for us to disappoint. Exactly. And have your moan up. Breathe easy. And then we'll look for our new manager after the World Cup. England fans, bruv. They're just, just a bunch of idiots, really, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I don't, do you know what I mean? Like, England haven't won anything since 1966. Why do you get yourself so worked up all the time? All the time. It doesn't all make the time. Every since, time. Since 19, what, what, what was that stat I was saying? They've won how many... Um, how many games at a major tournament? Something like I can't remember the it's stat. Something silly, wasn't it? Since yeah. nineteen sixty-six, less than ten, wasn't yeah. it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, less than ten. Like, just calm yourselves. 
get behind your nation and see things for what they are. Exactly, you know I mean? that's the word. You're an average. Just, the England yeah. team is an average football yes. team. Yeah. This is what people have to acknowledge. There are teams out there who have a better structure, yep. an international structure. Yeah. The England team is full of players who, some of them now you look at them thinking, Jordan Henderson, why do you play for Liverpool? Yep. Liverpool fans are complaining about Henderson being captain and playing for Liverpool. Why does he get in the team? Mm. But this guy plays for England. Yep. Milner's retired. Most people prefer Milner to play for Henderson, but Milner's retired. Yeah. Then you're looking at, if one or two centre midfielders get injured, Fabian Delph, those kind of guys. Yeah. Wheelchair, who, who's always injured, will get in the team, yeah. playing. This is what I'm saying. These are the guys you're saying are key players if people get injured. Muggy. Harry Kane, who he's had a couple of good seasons, but Harold. truth be told, when it comes to the top level now, yes. we're seeing it struggling. Yeah, I mean it, it, Harry will get he'll get goals. I don't know about yeah, but the way they're going about Harry Kane, he's not a number nine, mm. he's a number ten. No, 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 no. Harry Kane has never been a number ten. Yeah, you know what I mean, he was brought in as a he's number nine. You whipping balls yeah. into the box, you're scoring. You look comparing to Shearer for the last yeah. eighteen months. Yeah. All of a sudden now he's a number ten. When did he become a number ten? And for, for someone who doesn't really play people through on goal, or someone doesn't people, pass the ball to yeah, anyone. Yeah. How can you be a number ten? I don't really get that. A number ten who's all about only scoring goals, doesn't play through balls to anybody, else, doesn't pass to anyone else. Right. How can you be number ten? He gets the ball in and around the box and he shoots as soon as he sees the mm. goal. Yeah. Exactly. As soon as he's in the box, he has no interest in passing. He just wants to shoot. That's called a striker. That's a number nine. There's nothing number ten about him yeah. in the conversation. Yeah, he can play a little bit outside the box. So anyone who can play outside the box all the time is number ten. Basically. That's how Dele Alli wound up at number, number ten. Number ten. Yeah, mm. he's number eight. Mate, like I said, England, nothing surprised me when it comes to their fans. That If you look at some of the fans in, in the, around the country, like, you know, they all come together to become England fans and that's when it all gets a bit cunty. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just does, isn't it? You know what I mean? You mix all the stupidity all together. Right? Yeah, but just look how many England fans, how many people don't watch football yeah. and then England play and then they're all over Twitter yeah, and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you support? I don't really support England, anyone. Why? Shut up then. Exactly. Oh, overplayed, ban- overpaid bunch of blah, 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 this, that. This. Shut up, man. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, International football is the best of each country, mm. right? Okay, look, these guys get paid a lot of money, and they go and play Italy, Spain. You know, like I just think it's a whole bunch of bluster about nothing. You got the three points. Let's let him qualify for the tournament, mm. and then let's see what's good, what happens. By that time, he should have had time exactly. to implement whatever plan. Then he'll actually have time to spend time, like what is it, two, three, four, maybe a month before the tournament yeah. starts with them. To get to actually have hands-on time with them and put some plans in place, but he's only just got the team. He, he, not a friendly, no nothing. Boom! Here you go. Let's get on the pitch and let's get a result. Exactly. That's it. Bunch of mugs. <laughs> That's our toilet of the week. So a quick one on uh, Lewis Hamilton because he did really well. Started twenty-first on the grid. Mm. Finished third. Bad man. Last week. This week. Well, this week rather. Or just week just gone. Mm. Not so goody goody. Yeah. <laughs> Started first. Came second. But he, there was. This is something that happens with Lewis Hamilton. Whenever Lewis Hamilton starts in pole position, <coughs> I don't necessarily think. Yeah, exactly. Because it's happened several times. His start, like something will go wrong, and then he gets passed. But this was really this was particularly bad because I think 
he went from first to fifth or something. Then he had to spend, he wasted time because he was trying to get round people. And in that time, when he was trying to get round people, Vettel built up a 12 second lead. Which yeah. then all that meant was that all Vettel had to do, not Vettel, um, um, the other, the other Aryan Rosberg, yeah, Aryan, yeah, uh, blonde blue eyes, whatever man, Aryan. <laughs> right. wow. This guy, what? wow, it's true. The other, uh, the other, the other lad. <laughs> you know, okay. you, you know, you sound like some racist, old man. You know that one. You know, someone says something racist. Yeah, what do you say? The other lad. You know, not you. The other one. Right, not him. You know. Yeah, no, no. But um, what's his name? Rosberg. Rosberg. Yeah, Nico Rosberg. All he had to do was match like Lewis Hamilton's lap times, and then he could, he couldn't, he couldn't catch him. Twelve second lead because he was busy trying to get around different people. So he's two points behind. There's two points ahead of Rosberg still. I think he'll still like all he needs to do is win a couple of races and the momentum will shift back. But he can't have these sloppy mistakes or these strange things that keep happening to him happen. Or he ain't gonna win the the title. He's dragged back a 49 point deficit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. well, <coughs> it'd be it'd be it'd be how annoying would it be if you drag back a 49 point deficit and then lose it? Yeah. Yeah. True. Be pissed off. All right. Uh, so the UFC is here. It's upon us. I saw the. Uh, I watched all the documentary now. I think he's going to get put to sleep. There was. There's a new one that went up yesterday. What I would say. Oh, is it? I haven't seen that. There's one. a new one. Yeah. Called, called, um, yeah. CM Punk. Punk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And in the I new see. one, he does sparring and he does bad up the dude in sparring. Oh, is it? But I was looking at the dude he was sparring with. The guy looked like a tomato can. <laughs> you know I mean, the guy looked like someone to put him in to wrap up. Yeah. yeah. And he he did boy the dude though. He did boss it. And the dude got wrapped up. Just got roughed up, all sorts, punched up, got tapped out, everything. I was like, okay, yeah, Punk, so you can have it a bit now. What he's, what Punk was saying in that was, okay, throughout the, all the footage, I had a herniated disc, right? Nice. So I went off, got a surgery, got it taken that out. That was a surgery, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So now, I can fight pain-free. You know, I can bend, can do all sorts. Like, mm. beforehand, I was stiff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, and I'm trying to fight through pain. So I'm like, okay. Let's see though. I, I, I don't know, man. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I still think he might lose, but who's he fighting? Some some other dude called Mickey Gall. Okay. Some young, but some youngster. But this this dude's been fighting. He's been training for seven years. This dude. Do you know what I mean? So he's not. He, he's, he's had three fights as well. Yeah, he's had three fights. One three fights. Okay. So and this is Punk's first fight. So, but I don't know. I have to see. I think Punk's game, and I think I think because all the people are on his back. I don't think that's gonna jar him. I think that's, that's no, no. He's a, he, he's, yeah. a, he's a uh, not as bad as McGregor, but he's a McGregor type character. Yeah, 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 yeah. He will use that to his advantage. He want me to lose. Yeah, he want me to lose. He will let people know when he wins. Yeah. <clears throat> so what what drove him to do? What made him decide to do do UFC? Did he mention it in the documentary? Well, yeah, he was just saying he, he was saying he was sick of wrestling, the way things were going at wrestling, the way it's run. Like he was getting injuries, he felt like a workhorse, and at the end of being flogged to death for a year, mm. he weren't getting the main event like yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, what I mean, John Cena's just getting WrestleMania all the time, and and then some part time like The Rock will be in the, um, yeah, the main, main event, event with him. So, so hold on, after I'm wrestling through with broken arms, broken ribs, mm. week after week, so I, I get put in some random uh, like slot on the on the card. Well, how comes I'm not getting the main event? So mm. like, he was pissed. So he was like, you know what? Plus, Vince is a dick. Triple H is a dick. You know <laughs> they, him once. They are, though. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> They're so, both pricks. So he just, he, he just left. Done. He just, screw you. I'll leave mm. at the top. Kicked out. And this was something he'd been thinking. I think 
I think when he was originally, he was going to do this three years ago when he first was going to leave. When he when he first started saying what was really going on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right, what's happened with CM Punk? Why does man just make stuff he's saying? He sounds a pipe like, bomb in it, yeah. yeah, them ones, yeah. When you're going, is this real or not? That, yeah, he used to yeah. think that when he was doing his yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, they yeah. cut his mic enough it times, didn't it? Because he that, wasn't that, part of the script. Yeah. Exactly. That was when he was going to leave and go and do UFC. Right, right? okay. But then he... Um, he got offered a chunk of money in it because obviously people started loving him. He's like, right, okay, I'll stay for this bit. Okay. And then the next time, when his contract ran out, he was like, oh, fuck these guys, man. You know what I mean? I ain't doing nothing for things. Like, Let me go and fight, innit? So, okay. you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I want him to win, but... I actually want him to win. Hmm. I mean, could get real for him, though. <laughs> I want him to win. I think we said last week. I want him to win, have a couple fights, win a couple fights, and then you hear that man's name. McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> that, the banter between them will be. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Too if you much. want to talk about, if you talk about the pre-match stuff, pre-fight stuff, oh my gosh, yeah, it'd be out of control. Yeah, you can't, you can't just chat mess to CM Punk because he can chat mess. Punk's as got well. banter, mate. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, oh, tasty. Okay, Kelbrook, uh, GGG. Cheats. I was looking at some stuff this week, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what, Kelbrook might do this. He's bulked I'm, up, in it. I'm looking at it thinking, he's bulked he up, might do it. this. He has bulked it's, up. It's funny you say that because I've watched, I've been on Sky uh, Sky Plus and just watched all the stuff, yeah. all the stuff, mm. watching I'm looking at Kel Brook, I'm like, and I've, and I've been watching a few of GGGs, like I watched one with where he beat up Curtis Stevens, who yeah. you could punch. And Curtis Stevens was hitting him just when he felt like hitting him. Yeah. Like when he'd throw a punch, he was landing. GGG, like, he hasn't His really head got, yeah, he's got no head movement. Nah, if if, Cal, if the problem with it is, is it's how you fight the fight. When when Curtis Stevens wasn't letting him push, get pushed back, he was getting success. But it's when you start moving back because you're getting hurt. That's when you can get banged over by by the dude. Yeah. But if you but if you got to set, if you got the middle of the ring and you start hitting him, he don't like it. He starts moving back, and Kel Brook looks big. Yeah. He looks he looks That's strong. Yeah. He looks fast. I'm like. I don't know, he might do it. It might not be what everyone thinks it's going to yeah. be. I'm, I'm not... They've, there's a few bets I've looked at. <clears throat> one of them was 12-1, to 1, Brooke to win by KO. Any any stoppage or disqualification. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to put a tenner on that one. Because I'm like, I can see it happening. Yeah. I can actually see it happening. I just... It, what This whole thing comes down to how... Little he can be hit by G- by GGG. Yeah. Mm. How he reacts to being hit, if he can just claim, if he can push him back, then I, I think he'll 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 work him over because he hasn't fought anyone as G- that Triple G hasn't fought anyone as fast as him, as as accurate as him, and I I just think that he looks like he's a banger at the moment. I don't know what it is, right? But he looks like he can bang. So part of me, um, beforehand I was like, yeah, he's got no chance. He's gonna get weighed in. Now I'm like, oh, this is about 60-40 G Triple G at the moment. But it's it's moving more towards 50-50. Even his confidence. I know he's always got confidence. But you know yeah. when you look at someone and go, oh, you're doing that because you have to. Yeah. I'm looking at him and he, he looks like he's like, listen, I'm going to win the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you look, no, I'm, I'm actually going to yeah. win this fight. He started, so, yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. I don't think it's going to be casual. for. We never said it was going to be an easy fight for, for mm. Triple G. But I think now... There's a possibility. I think my maybe been in his head that he knows this is not the, this is not going to be an easy fight. Mm. And if he doesn't turn up the right way, yeah, can't he, underestimate. Yeah, because he made a, a problem. 
he made a comment as well, GD, saying, um, how do you think he's going to go? And he said, oh, yeah, look, Kilbrook's looking huge now. Like, <laughs> he actually said he's looking huge. Like, he was in surprise. Like, he's bulked up so much. And I saw the comparison pictures with Kilbrook and from what he was to what he is now. Credit to him because, like I said, it's not easy to do that. And like I said, he's looking lean. He's looking well, quick. It's like what he said, though. He said, all I have to do now is train because this is my walking around weight. Okay. I'm fighting at what I can walk around. So actually, all I have to do is work on my power. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm not mm. trying to maintain anything. I'm just walking around as me. Yeah. This is great for me because most boxers obviously are losing two stone, three yeah, stone yeah, outside yeah, yeah. the ring, all that yeah. kind of thing. And now he's like, you know, what, actually, I can stuff my face and go to the gym in the yeah, morning, yeah. as opposed to like, oh yeah, let me just. I've got and, and that's the crazy thing because he's not fighting someone who's. Who's, he's fighting someone who's fighting at what they walk around at as well. Yeah. Because Triple G is always in and around his weight. Isn't yeah. It? And then that's why when you remember they showed him the thing. Yeah. And he just walked in like casually if he tracks him. Like yeah. yeah, no problem. This is what this is right for me to be at this point. Mm. He was under, in fact. Yeah. It was Kel Brook who was near, who was on point for the yeah. weight. Triple G was like three pound, uh, eight pounds less than him at that point yeah. when they had to do the weight, and I was like. Kelbrook was hench. <laughs> yeah, he did, mate. I just, I don't know. I hope, I want him to win. You know, what I mean, I want him to win. Triple G. I think there's there's a couple of things that have been said. Like it was when um who said it? Martin Murray was talking about Triple G, and he said that because everyone had built it up so much about how hard this guy hits. Yes. When he hit him, he was like, ah, oh, okay, it's hard, but it's I thought hard. I thought I was gonna die when I got hit by <laughs> the way one was talking about. Oh, it's that thing where he said, yeah, like him and Macklin said, everything he does is solid, though. Mm. Every, it's not, you know, the jab's solid, the hook, constant. everything's solid. It's constant, boom, though, isn't it? It's yeah. constant, yeah. But I think that Kel's going to think that he's, if the guy hits harder than he does, and then when you find out he does hit hard, but it's not it's not as hard as what was, like your head's got to come off, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. I might be able to hang in here with this. Right, let me start trying to push him back and I think in GGG's head even because when you hear him talk he, it sounds like he, he just fully thinks about it as, I know he doesn't because he fights well like his footwork has got lots of little steps moving you around and stuff And but he's totally talks about it as people like, like well, he was there uh, the other day he was like yeah Zion yeah it's like, I come to England and people <laughs> they recognise Triple G they say oh, they li- we like you we like you Triple G you like your power. Yeah, you hit hard, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We promise big drama, big drama show. Thank you very much. I was like, this guy going about his power. <laughs> hit hard, your power. Yeah. Thank you very much. Kel uh, Brooks. They call him Brooks as well. Like. Kel Brooks. <laughs> He looks big. He looks. It's know, huge. No. UK has has big big history. We fight. Yes. Kel Brooks. He looks big, huge, power. <laughs> Second watch. Yeah? The fight with drama show. You know. Street fight. They're going to street fight him. Big drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say I missed that one UFC fight. It was Alexander Overeem. Heavyweight title fight. <clears throat> I think he's going to win that. I've put that on my accumulator as well. Mm. So I've got Kelbrook. That's Stipe Miocic. That's it. Everyone always seems to think he's going to lose that dude, though. I know, but and then he, he doesn't. He knocks people yeah, out. That's it. Um, so I've got him to win. And I've got Kelbrook to win. I've got United to win. I have City to win, Arsenal to win. That is my accumulator. United and City to win? No, Arsenal, sorry. Oh. United to beat City. Okay. Arsenal to win. So 
that is my accumulator for the weekend. Anyone who wants to get involved in that, if you win, you know where I'm 10%. <laughs> good attitude. Thank so, yeah. you. But it's a good weekend this sport. So, obviously, next week when we're back, we'll have a lot to talk about. We'll see whether Kelbrook wins. We'll see whether CM Punk wins. We'll see whether Overeem wins. And we'll see what happens in the football. Uh, hopefully, Arsenal lose. Man United lose. Spurs <laughs> lose. Chelsea lose. And Liverpool win. Has that ever happened? Of course it has. Do you not remember that weekend last year where if someone had put just a pound, Arsenal lost, Chelsea lost. Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. everyone lost. It was like one point one yeah, yeah. one weekend. They were like, if you'd bet on that weekend, Barcelona lost. Yeah. They're like, this was one of the most ridiculous weekends ever. If you'd lo- if you'd bet on this, which nobody would, no, you would have won like a pound would have been ten grand or twenty grand or something stupid like that. It was ridiculous. Instead, people were betting on Leicester. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Whoever, bet, whoever put £50 or whatever it was on Leicester to win is a fucking maniac. Can you imagine that? Five grand. Oh, let me just put that £50 on that. What? I bet no bookies are making that stupid mistake ever nope. again. Hull was five grand to one. Yeah, five. Was it? Hull were, yeah. 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 But we I know that, that that's definitely ain't happening. Now. And Burnley were as well. I put a pound on both of them, just so you know. Imagine the night. What, to win the league? Yeah. It's a pound, isn't it? Some fucker put £50 last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's five grand for no reason if it happened. I mean, it won't. It was once in a lifetime and all that. But, but still. Thank See you it. very much. <laughs> so that's us for another episode of The Rival Show. We'll be back soon. Very soon. We might have a special for you as well, which will be interesting. Uh, so for me, Mervyn Abraham, that's me. I'm out. Uh, Mr. H, always a pleasure. It's me, Victor. And I'll be sending your baby mother to the shops to buy... <laughs> Jurex. Good night. For three minutes. Pay it up. <laughs>